Welcome back to the Life of Garrity podcast, episode number three. Number three. Fill up your cup. Let's fill it up. talking about what we've been up to because last week's episode was pretty heavy and then the next few episodes will also be heavy duty and we want to just do something a little bit more fun and light for yeah today. yeah yeah we like talking about the things that fill up our cup um and it gets and it's exciting so we figured we share a little bit more about that so the folks at home can get a better understanding of who we are as human beings mm-hmm. and what drives us, right? Exactly. I can feel that I'm going to go rogue today. That's okay. I'm in a frisky mood. Frisky mood. Hmm. <laughs> so let me just say this is our third episode. It feels like we've been doing this for seven years already. Yeah, definitely. Because that's how long it took us to do the first two episodes. Well, when you are literally everything from writer to producer to editor it's tough it's tough it's been a long journey i just saw you have a shot of espresso yeah hook a sister up Mm. (laughs) what's your coffee intake for today it's very high yeah (laughs) okay it's like when you go to the restaurant and they say that kids who are unattended will be given a free puppy and a shot of espresso Uh uh-huh i'm that to punish the parents i'm that kid you're like the kid, yeah. 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 So let's talk about the launch. If you are listening to this on launch day, July 10th, holy smokes, we're so excited that you're here and that yeah. you're listening to our podcast. Absolutely. And so much went into launching this bad boy. Mm-hmm. And I just want to say, if you're a Brene Brown fan and you've listened to her podcast, her first episode is called FFTs, which stands for first fucking time and that whole episode which i'll link to in the show notes is all about that if you're doing something for the first time you don't know what the hell you're doing and that's exactly where we are we have no idea and we are just hacking it together with duct tape and i think we're doing a pretty good job yeah not bad you know now we're professional video editors and audio and podcast editors yeah um you know behind the scenes lori does most of the work to be honest um, and I'm grateful for that. I just get to show up, talk into a microphone, and then chop it up a little bit, make it sound good, and we're and we're off to the races. And provide emotional support. Provide emotional support, exactly. So our last episode we filmed because it is a tool that we're providing about how to break up with social media, and that was a beast to edit and put up on the web. Yeah. And it there was full. It was full of a ton of uh, what we believe to be truly useful content. So it was yeah. tough to kind of go through and make sure that we hit all the high points, and we talked a little bit about it. And so that episode's definitely going to be longer than what we target to be about thirty minutes or so, because we understand thirty minute intervals are um, easier to chew, easier to digest. Exactly. So if you haven't listened to episode two of our podcast, 
check that out. It's all about how to break up with social media and our experience doing that being six months in. Mm-hmm. And we also have a YouTube episode. If YouTube is your jam, mm-hmm. then it's just a portion of that conversation. And then also we have a free guide that you can download. The link will be in the show notes where you can just dive in a little bit deeper and it gives you some things to think about and to process so that you can get the most value out of your time away from social media. Right. How to approach it, you know, what are some of the uh, action items that you can you can do? Yeah. Um, exactly like Laura said, to maximize, you know, what you really get out of it. And you'll get out of it what you put into it, right? Exactly. So that being said, I want to say as we are launching this on July 10th, we will have a little bit of a presence on social media. We don't know exactly what that's going to look like yet, but based on the recommendation of two of my friends, I am going to be looking into using an app called later.com so that I'm not actually on social and neither of us will have those apps on our phone. This will just be a platform we use on our computer and we can plan everything out in advance just so we can get out the good word of this podcast. But that will really be the only thing we're using that for at this point. Right. So all that behind the scenes stuff, if you see us pushing things out, it's, it's not us. It's just a little computer yeah little bot Mm -hmm. just helping us out a little bit you know yeah i would also like to say if you rate and review this podcast oh this is this is a good part we would be forever grateful and if you do that screenshot it email it to us with your mailing address and we will send you a fun gift from one of our favorite coffee companies for sigmatic Hashtag not sponsored. We just really like their company. We're not sponsored by anybody other than ourselves. (laughs) Other than you. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Other than me. Um, (laughs) But over the years, we've, uh, uh, you know, there's a lot of things that we've come across. Uh, Companies, certified B Corps, people whose mission we really appreciate and support. And there's a lot of products that go with that. And so we will do and talk more at length about kind of like our fun things that we love that we can put up on our website, a list of like Ryan's favorite things and Lori's favorite things. And so you can rest assured that those things are going to be curated to an extent. And um, it's always fun getting free stuff. And so if you don't know anything about these four Sigmatic folks, send it over. We'll be happy to send you a fun gift. Rate us. Leave us a review and then screenshot and email it to us at hello, hello at lifeofgarity.com. There we go. Garrity is G-E-R-E-T-Y. We will do an episode about all of our favorite B Corps because here's what's interesting. There are so many companies that you wouldn't even think are B Corps. And then you turn around the package and you're like, holy smokes, they're a B Corp. Yeah. Like the coconut milk that I've been using for the last week. They're a B Corp. So we'll dive into that on another episode about voting with our dollars. So let's dive in. Let's dive in. What, what fills up your cup? Topic number one, I'm working out again. Yeah. That feels weird. Love it. A little backstory. I started yoga about 15 years ago, had a regular practice forever and ever. I started CrossFit seven and a half years ago, had a regular practice or I should say routine and 
a year and a half ago when I started biologic treatments, I had a lot of side effects. My body was going through a lot of things and fitness really took a backseat. Yeah. So I tried. I tried here and there, but. Well, I mean, it's just physically tough. Yeah. To work out when really your body hard. does not feel well. No. It Who was wants really to do that? Hard. Yeah. So I have two friends of ours. One is a physical therapist, Dr. Nicole Lombardo. And our other friend is a coach and he has a podcast called In Defense of Fitness. You should check it out. I'll link it in the show notes. 100%. Uh, Jeffrey Johnson Jr. He and Nicole had done this challenge challenge last year in 2019 they did a challenge where they did they committed to doing 10,000 burpees throughout the entire throughout the whole year yeah for the whole year then for 2020 they decided to do 20,000 air squats well my friend Gabe is a go-getter and she said I love this I'm gonna do it and I'm gonna do both of them so 20,000 squats and 10,000 burpees for the year of 2020 and I'm a serial killer so i was like yeah totally i'm going to do the same thing sign me up serial killer so we have a uh google doc a google sheet where we keep track of it and it's we've officially hit the halfway mark of the year so i have officially done five thousand burpees and ten thousand air squats so that is really the only fitness i've done all year up until a couple of weeks ago which is a huge accomplishment by the way it is a huge accomplishment and especially I mean, you guys, for me in the beginning, those first few weeks were brutal. So it works out to be about 60 air squats and 30 burpees a day. I would have serious fram lung after just doing that. And I mean, I was just so out of shape. So I've continued to do it. I've stuck with it. And uh, my body eventually, you know, got used to it again and started to find a little bit of muscle. But... A few weeks ago, I came to Ryan and I was like, you know, it's almost been a year, uh, a year. It's almost been six months. That's what it feels like. And it feels like 10 years. It does feel like 10 years. 2020. Woof. Hashtag burpee life. So I forgot what I was saying. Came to me. I came to you because I felt like I was putting in all this effort, but I was ready to do more and... The thing is, if you are someone who does functional fitness, then you know, or if you're someone who lifts weights, then you know that you get trap muscles and you get some big meaty lats. And I Which, really missed those. Yeah, well, that's what's funny because for men, I mean, we literally will do like bodybuilding trap workouts in the gym, but women get criticized for it. Yeah, we do. Right? And so I love that you're like, I miss him. So here's the funny thing is that when you see a guy with traps, you're like, okay, whatever. But when you see a girl with traps, you're like, she lifts weights. I bet she can clean 175 pounds, right? Like girl, if if you lift weights, then you know those things. Yeah, and if you're, that's the girl's thinking. So the, the boys are thinking, whoa, she can kick my ass. <laughs> <laughs> I better be a gentleman. I'm thinking I want to see her clean and jerk. I want to see her max out her clean and jerk right now. So I missed that and I was looking in the mirror. And also the other part of this is that someday when our beloved CrossFit gym reopens, I want to be able to go back in there and pick up a barbell and feel good about it. Mm -hmm. So I came to Ryan and I said, hey, can we 
what, what do we do? And we put together a plan. So I'm working out Sundays and Mondays, Wednesdays and Thursdays. So that I'm never working out more than two days in a row, which is big for someone with autoimmune disease. We need to have time to recover. Mm -hmm. And then also, uh, we're just kind of taking it easy, but you're throwing in some dumbbells and some kettlebells. So it feels really good. Yeah. That's all I want to say about that is that I'm working out again and it feels really nice. Yeah, absolutely. Um, And I'm excited for you. I'm excited to help out. It's funny, this whole work from home thing, the whole fitness regimen has been kind of turned upside down. And it's been a good experience, at least for me, because, you know, I've been able to find a different stimulus that I really enjoy. And I'm kind of now translating some of that to Lori to be able to work out in our in our home office. And we have some equipment. Mm -hmm. We have the rogue mat and everything. So uh, if you have any questions about that, hit us up at hello at lifeofgarity.com. We can talk a little bit more about it. Absolutely. So next topic. You have started business school. Yeah, sort of. Um, I was supposed to start business school in a couple of weeks and they sent out a little note that said, sorry guys, we got to push back the residential session to kick off the program by another month to August. So just to give you a little background about a year ago. Yeah. Literally a year ago. Um, something I'd been thinking about for some time, uh, I started to take some action. What happened was I've been thinking about pursuing a MBA for a long time. And I never thought the timing was right. I never thought to ask the questions. Um, but I went to my brother's graduation from uh, NYU. He has a, a MSW graduate degree. And I got reinvigorated last May. And I was like, you know what? I can take some action. Um, and simple steps were ask the questions. So I started doing the homework and started to figure out, okay, what offerings were there out there in the tri-state area? I didn't want to go anywhere. And then I quickly narrowed it to the executive MBA program, which simply means I can work full time and go uh, to class. And there's essentially five or six programs in the tri-state area, actually 10 if you include Philly and Connecticut, that are really good programs. Um, You know, so we started asking the questions and reaching out to people, touring campuses. I've been up to Columbia. I went over to, uh, to Cornell and finally decided that of all the programs and the offerings and the schedules, which was really important, that Cornell's program appealed to me the most. And they originally had that program up in the Palisades in Westchester, and they just moved it last year to Roosevelt Island in New York City in Midtown. They have a whole new facility. And so I went through the whole process of applying, which took a lot of effort and a lot of help from friends and family. And uh, finally found out in February that, you know, um, they, they wished me to be part of their program. So I accepted that enrolled and it starts with one week residential immersion where you get to meet all your classmates and get connected. And that was pushed a week. And I found out two days ago that now it's, it's going to be virtual for the first at least six weeks. So we're going to do this full week residential and then the rest of the classes, which are every other Saturday and Sunday, uh, virtual until the end of September. And I've been talking to some folks, you know, it's a little bit disappointing because you kind of want to get off to the right start, but here we are. You know, I'm excited about this experience. You know, in the beginning, we were asking the questions as to why, what is the reason why I want to pursue the MBA? And, you know, for me, it was just kind of, I was getting a little bit complacent with my work. I really enjoy what I do, but you know, there were some skill sets that I lacked leadership management of, of people. Um, you know, execution is kind of my thing. And I want to think more broadly about 
different topics, uh, work on my critical thinking and problem solving. And um, wanted to use this experience to not only pad that skill set, introduce me to new skill sets, but also build this network of folks who share a similar view and completely different backgrounds and perspectives and use it as a catalyst to kind of drag me out of this state of quote unquote complacency and thrust myself into this, this place where I'm uncomfortable. And in doing so, I think that you learn a lot about yourself and not only that, really try to open up the door a little bit to, you know, trying to find what best suits me in this world. And it's not to say I don't like what I do at work. I do, like I said, but I want to take it a step further and maximize my usefulness to folks in the world to live in service and harmony with others. And so I figured, well, it can start with education and experience. And I really enjoy the kind of comprehensive overview of what this program is going to have to offer. So as we go down the road with the podcast, I'll be interjecting points here and there and talk a little bit about that experience. But so far, all the people I've gotten to meet in my class are really cool. They share that similar view. There, there are a lot of, I was thinking about a lot of people who want to do an executive MBA are, are go-getters because you're working full-time, then you're going to school, which basically is full-time. Um, so, uh, so, we're, so we're really excited about it. And that's filling my cup up at the moment. Yeah, you're really excited about it. I want to point out a couple of things about this. So, of course, as I mentioned, FFTs, we're learning this on the fly. Watching you learn how to edit a podcast has been really cool. That has filled up my cup. And to see, I mean, if you don't know Ryan, he's the kind of guy where if our dryer, this is a real story, our dryer breaks, he's going to get on YouTube <laughs> and learn how to fix it himself. I came home one day, the entire dryer was in like 1,700 I took pieces, the whole thing apart. The whole thing apart all over our apartment. And he was like, the it's the roller, the roller broke. I ha I'm having it overnighted. It'll be here. And he's like downstairs waiting for the Amazon guy. To and of drop course it, it happened to be the one roller on the drum. That was the most for difficult this. to get to that required taking the entire drum out. So what's cool about Ryan is that he's always going to figure it out no matter how monumental the challenge is. So he was like, all right, Adobe audition. Here we go. YouTube got on YouTube, learned the ins and outs. Edits the, I mean, I don't know about you, but you're listening to this right now. The quality is phenomenal. There's a very nice uh, British gentleman on YouTube that has a channel. <laughs> I got to get his name and plug him because he's helped me out so much. But he's got Adobe Audition for beginners and it's like on point. And when we first were planning on starting the podcast, I was like, oh, no, 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 it's not a big deal. We'll just do a voice memo on our phones and it's not a big deal. We'll just, we'll hack it together with duct tape, throw it up on the web. It's not a big deal. No, that is not how this came about. So it's been really cool to watch you learn something new and expand your mind. And I'll plug Brene Brown one more time. She says, unused creativity is not benign. So when we have unused creativity built up in our bodies it comes out like literally in other ways in our life so i think part of you going to business school also is that and just expanding your mind and growing and yeah. uh learning something new yeah and that's what i want to do i kind of want to reshape my thought process see things from other people's perspectives be more open-minded less closed off um and to, you know, 
work on the skill sets that I'm not good at. Mm-hmm. You know, I mentioned I'm good at execution. That's what I, that's what I do for a living. And my OCD kind of plays into that, uh, which is why it's tough to have that sort of OCD complex because it serves you well in the workplace, but in my personal life, it's tough, man. But, um, you know, focus more on the bigger picture items, not get so bogged down in the nitty gritty, Yeah. you know, right. Where what's the uh, saying where I'm too busy focused on the tree that I don't see the forest. Something like that. Yeah. Something like that. I'm paraphrasing topic. Number three, Lori. I am obsessed with a podcast called the Popcast. P O P C A S T. And I've been following them for about six months. And they are hilarious. I will laugh until I pee my pants. It's just the best. Literally, I think I saw her do it once. (laughs) (laughs) I love them. They are hilarious. And I recently just became a Patreon supporter. And when you do that, you get 12 months of archives. So I've been slowly coming through over the last like five days. Like every time Ryan walks in, my headphones are in and I am in it just like yeah. listening to their content for the patreon members so that's been super fun and really filling up if you're wondering content. what patreon is it's a way in which you can actually support the folks that put together content like this that fill your cup you can sign up for a month little subscription depends a lot of them are you know different but they have different tiers of sponsorship basically from individual listeners and uh that is another way that we will vote with our dollars, right? And we'll talk more about that in another episode. You know it. But, you know, we're big believers in community and supporting the folks in our community. And if you yeah. truly get a value out of something, uh-huh. absolutely put your money where your mouth is. Absolutely. Right? You know, it's why I try to shop local, support the people around us up here, and then our friends and the who are freelancers, and then people like this. Yeah. So... Our YouTube video must have just gone live because my mom's texting me about it. Oh, God. <laughs> Hi, Mom. <laughs> at least we have at least one viewer. She likes our setup. Thanks, Val. <laughs> um, topic four, uh, our last topic, right? Yeah. Because we're going to keep it short and sweet today. Working from home. Now, we're not getting into the work from home life tips. You've seen a million of them, okay? I'm sure it's on Instagram, I just presume. Um, it's all over LinkedIn, that's for sure. You know, the ways in which you can maximize your work from home space and this and that. We're not getting into that. Getting into more like the kind of practical work from home, you know, concepts that, you know, we kind of had to feel our way through. Obviously, Lori's been working from home for years and uh, she has her own little routine. So to kind of throw me in the middle of it was was uh, kind of funny, but you know, we have our own kind of shared separate spaces. She gets to meander, move around a lot, different tables. She sits at the queen's desk, AKA our dining room table. It's basically her desk, but it's like eight feet or nine feet long. I have a less mobile setup in the office. So, you know, I have, um, I can't go very far. Because you have 47 screens. Right. <laughs> Four. Which is the same as 47. Well, we started talking about this and, uh, you know, we're not making it back. I'm not making it back to the office in a long, for a while. So I was like, you know what? I might as well get comfortable. So <laughs> he got really comfortable. Oh, you yeah. guys, I got real comfortable. <laughs> well, I was starting to set up my setup for business school and I was like, well, here we go. This is great. Uh, but what I've learned so far from working from home is it's tough to turn off work 
I think a lot of people can relate with that. I mean, I'm sitting here and uh, what I would do is at work, I would leave, you know, and I do my workouts in the evening. And so I'd be on the phone so I can reply to email. But now I'm sitting like in the living room trying to decompress and I'm like, I get an email. I'm like, well, it's just easier to reply from my computer and just walk into the other room. And before you know it, it's like another hour later and I'm like ticking boxes on things. And I'm like, well, it's very hard to turn it off. Right. So would you, what have you learned from work from home? It's really interesting because I was so used to just living my life here by myself, working from home, but then having you here, you know, it, it changed a lot. I think one of the big things- <laughs> She's giving me this sly look that's kind of like, <laughs> well- Well, one thing is we're cooking breakfast, lunch, and dinner every single day. Right, right. And as you'll find out in later episodes, I have a lot of uh, unique food requirements so we can't just you know order out for every meal we order out very sparingly so you know we're running the dishwasher every four minutes because we're cooking 800 meals a day that was one thing i was used to kind of just like snacking and cooking myself whatever i want and then having you here you eat as much as five meals would be for me (laughs) so there there was a big change with that you know getting used to that but i think something else i was thinking about actually yesterday was how we mentioned this a little bit in the first episode, but we both have very demanding careers. And sometimes, sometimes those boundaries have to get blurred. And sometimes, you know, maybe you're doing a deal and you're up super late, or I have a deadline, so I'm up working late. And I almost just said coordinating. <laughs> That's an architect thing. Uh, communicating that with each other and saying, hey, I'm on a deadline. I'm going to need you to figure out dinner for us. Or, you know, so that's something and we have to be flexible with that anyway, because sometimes when it comes to, although I've been feeling pretty damn good lately, but in general, there are some days where my life health wise is like Russian roulette and I never know how I'm going to feel when I wake up or I may start the day great and then later on fall off a cliff. So that we always have to have that kind of flexibility where it's like, oh, you're going to have to figure out dinner because I'm bedridden all of a sudden. So we kind of have always had to do that, but now even more so with work and to have, to just communicate with each other like, oh, hey, I have a really important call. I need it to be super quiet. Can we turn the dryer off? Or, hey, let's not run the dishwasher right now because I'm getting on a really important call. (laughs) Can we turn the dryer off? Can you not walk (laughs) around in the background with your pants off? Oh my gosh. That's a tough situation (laughs) because I very much like to walk around with my pants off. I know. Yeah. But we are talking about what fills our cup up and working from home did come up because it's not necessarily the drawbacks per se as it has been the unintended benefit. It's been great. Which is spending a lot more time together. Yes. Finding our sort of reconnection. Not that we were disconnected, but, you know, I work in the city. So I spent a lot of time away from home and communicating electronically. And so now we're in each other's spaces and respecting those boundaries and respecting that space and being able to share that connection. And now as the weather has gotten better, although unfortunately the COVID situation is ongoing, it affords us the flexibility to get out there a little bit more. You know, we were at the beach house last week for five days. Mm-hmm. We can work from home anywhere. Something I was thinking about the other day too is the last six years since we've lived here, I've traveled a ton mm-hmm. and you've traveled a fair bit and this is the longest period of time that we've been together without interruption yeah. the whole time we've been together. 
Mm-hmm. So that's really interesting. I mean, I would say previously it was like at least once a month, if not more, one of us was on an yeah. airplane. Yeah, just the way the schedules worked out. So, so if there's a takeaway from that, I mean, you're talking about fill our cup up. I mean, think about the bright side of things. Like what are the benefits of being able to work from home or, or work remotely or communicate remotely? That's what I was kind of talking to with some of my classmates with recently. Uh, we did a networking event and I was like, you know what? Yeah, it is a bummer that we can't start that way. Uh, but what we get is the ability to be part of a very small group of folks that are going to have both experiences. You're going to have an online virtual experience. And I know Cornell will do a great job because they've already communicated to us what they're working on. But at the same time, when we get to see each other in person, then we're going to have that experience. Now we have both, which is even more applicable in today's day and age because now everybody's working remotely. So you need to have a skill set where it's appropriate to be able to connect virtually and understand what the boundaries are between work and home life. So I'm excited about that. We'll yeah. see, we'll see what it really looks like if September 30th comes and goes and they're like, yeah, we're gonna spend the rest of the semester here. Uh, but uh, yeah, we'll find out. So on that note, we hope that you folks got a little bit more uh, color on what our life is like these days and what fills our cup up. There are plenty more things. These are just a handful of the topics. And we'll have more of these episodes, especially when we talk uh, about more uh, things that uh, go down the rabbit hole that are emotionally heavy. We're going to try to lighten it up a little bit, you know, throw a few, a few of those things in there. So, yeah. All right. See you next week. You got to be more like excited. See you next week. Almost. <laughs> like take it down a decibel, but exact same. See you next week. There we go. One more time. See you next week. Perfect. Okay.